here we go again. Get everything sorted. Hello and welcome to a podcast of things that I did on the radio. I Early today, I've subscribed to my own podcast. Didn't get around to doing it before. I've heard all the jokes anyway. But I found it on Google Podcasts by searching for whatever the name of this thing. Actually, I'll just search for Stephen Allen. There you go. If you want to subscribe to this, search for Steve N. Allen wherever and you should probably find it. Um, so here's what we got up to on radio earlier today. What's on the show today? I'm glad you asked. Later on, in fact, why don't we just do this all through the show? We'll be keeping you up to date with if oil has just stopped yet. Because here's my theory. If oil hasn't just stopped, I think what we've been through might have been pointless. But anyway, more details on that. Also, we'll be talking about whether you should get with an X. Um, there's something about handyman, something about biscuit. I'm not sure the biscuit one we can do. Not because biscuits are a bit of a local radio cliche. This story is too, too rude. We might end up bumping that into the podcast only. Maybe, maybe. Entertainment news needs to be done, which is why we can turn to my friend who knows what he's talking about at such matters. It's Larry. Hello. Hey, Stevie. Larry, good to hear from you. What have you got for us this time? Actress Gina Davis says that there are parallel universes where there will be multiple copies of her. Wow. I know. Do you think in any of those universes there's a version of Gina Davis that's a scientist and not a performer and therefore we'd actually... Meow, Stevie. Oh, but an actor talking about theoretical solutions to Schrodinger's wave equation. It's not news. Well, she believes it and says that thinking there are other copies of her makes her feel better. Do you think there are other versions of you, Stevie? For their sake, I hope not. I mean, it's enough that I have to go through this. Poor old them. Cheery. Yeah, that's true. Let's move on. Listen, uh, we'll speak again soon. Okay, toodles. This is a little tittle-tattle in terms of the news story. Yeah, sometimes we deal with the big stories on this show, don't we? But this one, I don't know, it caught my eye. Phil Vickery insists that he and ex-wife Fern Britton's best friends are just mates after sharing a kiss. The celebrity chef, 61, broke his silence after he was snapped locking lips with Lorraine Stanton, 58, as they left their London hotel together. I mean, do you just kiss mates now? Is this the thing? Because I am going to have to reevaluate who my friends are. I'm going to change my circle of friends because I didn't realise you have to kiss them these days. Flip side, you can get away with kissing people and you just go, oh, look, it's just friend. Oh, I know, it'd be oh, it'd me, me and her, good friends. Go back, you know, like half an hour. We go back since we found each other on Tinder. That kind of thing. Um, speculation was rife that the pair had become romantically involved after Lorraine's marriage had reportedly broken down. There's so many questions in there. Should you kiss an ex's friend? Should you kiss an ex? I know some people who go back to their exes because it doesn't doesn't increase your body count. You know what I mean? So, do you know what? We'll do some tittle-tattle on the show then. Any thoughts on that? You, you can get in touch. The newspapers will talk about wokery. And if you have a go at things that are woke, you get hits online, you know, it's... Other people are doing well out of it, so why don't we? In these papers, it says the word handyman should be banned as it discriminates against uh, female workers and it discriminates against people who don't have hands and people who aren't just generally handy, the inept. So, you know, maybe I agree with it. It's this. It's written in the newspaper like this is a new thing. I thought we'd already been through that. I thought it was like in the 80s people were saying, oh, you can't say it. In fact, the two Ronnies did a sketch with people Chester instead of Manchester being one of the punchlines. So let's not pretend it's that new. Because that in the 80s, 
for two dollars for doing it, but the newspapers call it woke and all that. Um, workers should be referred to by their trade instead of um, that friend phrase handyman. So electricians should be called sparkies, joiners, chippies, and builders, brickies, to avoid non-gender language, to avoid discrimination. Um, according to, well, an electrician. I think that's what you have to call it. You can call her, he says. I think... I'm surprised that anyone's bothered about this. Because if you referred to a woman as a handyman, again, these days, who knows what you're allowed to say or not. I suppose I'm lucky, because in the world of stand-up comedy and radio presenting, none of them are gendered words, are they? I do feel a little bit silly about calling a postman a postie. Because that feels a little bit like I should stick him to my fridge. Do you know what I mean? It's closer to that. I've tried, and they do not like it. The women ones don't mind. Weird. According to the newspapers, we should be wary if we ever receive a message or gifts from aliens because they might destroy the Earth. Canadian astrophysicist Evan Duttill said, Okay, eh? Can't do the accent. Imagine you're the most advanced civilization in the galaxy. Alright, I'm already there. And you don't want to share the galaxy. He believes aliens could threaten us with how advanced they are or send us self-destructing weapons. Oh, there's someone who wants to keep the receipt. I mean, look, they could just also ignore us, seeing as we can't get off planet. But I'm not here to worry about that. I don't worry about gifts being sent. I don't worry about anything being sent, because you can't get it these days. The post is on strike all the time. But I'm more worried about the aliens trying to, you know where this is going, trying to broadcast on radio. If they use radio waves and they randomly pick 107.5 megahertz, well, I'll be sat here talking to myself and you'd suddenly... I guess first it would kick in like static, and then it'd drown me out, and then you'd get to hear what the aliens are. I'm incredibly sure that would be. Earthlings, we have been monitoring your radio broadcast to learn about your species. The Just Stop Oil protesters caused problems on the M25. Surely making traffic Q uses more oil. Put the fade back in and then hear me again and it would sound like I'd been talking all the time and then maybe you would have heard aliens but I don't think it's going to happen so I tell you what we shouldn't worry about it going through the news I think I have to apologize to well, loads of people you've heard the show but conspiracy theorists a while ago and this is not last week but we can still play the uh, the previously on jingle we've not used it in a while previously in the week but it was a little while before then I was meant to be having a smart meter installed. Do you remember? And then they didn't turn up and I complained and actually got money back. So I just got paid to sit around and wait at home. More than I earn doing a show. But anyway, just the point is, I was all up for getting a smart meter and people were saying, you shouldn't get a smart meter, Steve. They all use it against you. How are they going to use it against me? It's a meter. In the news... Chinese smart meters have been installed in 250,000 UK homes, sparking fears of power blackouts if they get upset with us. Um, Kiefer Technology UK, controlled by a subsidiary of China's Electronic Corporation, deals with uh, three UK suppliers. Nick Hun, wow, we're going for all of the enemies in this one, aren't we? Um, a director of We4, Y4, don't know, consulting, uh, warned that they could destroy our national grid. Well, they don't need to, do they? You know, they've been talking about blackouts, and I did think, how are they going to cut power to us without cutting off, like, businesses and hospitals and things? I bet it's the smart meters, isn't it? Oh, I hate it when conspiracy theory people are right. Oh, 
Now I'm going to get emails about the flat earth. I got... I got genuinely got an email from someone the other day with a YouTube video apparently proving evolution wrong. So, oh, now I'm got to deal with those people again. Oh, I think I'd just rather not have power. One of the things we were talking about is the scandal of uh, Phil Victory kissing apparently the best friend of his ex-wife. But he said they're just mates, which now I guess that means you're allowed to snog your mates, which... I guess he's still good friends with Gino DeCampo. Wouldn't put it past either of them. But the point is, he says before he goes too off topic, uh, I was asking, let's just do tittle-tattle. Should you kiss your ex's friend? Should you kiss an ex? Jason got in touch and said, um, or just reminded me about Richard Burton and Elizabeth Taylor. I guess they did more. That's taking it more than just kissing an ex, though, isn't it? That really is going back for seconds. John's been getting in touch with voice notes. You can track me down on social media to send me these, at Mr. Stephen Allen. What you got for us, John? Should you ever kiss an ex? Yeah. Yeah, I'll kiss mine goodbye years ago, mate. Oh, Ooh, bitter. It's like the Jeremy Carl show on here all of a sudden, isn't it? A third of people have admitted stealing toilet roll. 6% of Brits are guilty of taking it from someone else's house. Imagine that. You go around to someone's house for dinner or whatever, and then all of a sudden they think, his pockets look weird. You're nicking toilet roll. It just goes to show that lockdown one, it changed us, man, didn't it? Changed us, man. I mean, I'm, I'm partial to nick a roll every so often, but from a, a place where you get away with it, you know what I mean? Uh, I feel like somehow there's a punchline that, that police have nothing to go on. Didn't quite work, but you know where we're aiming, don't you? So the much-talked-about news story that we couldn't get away with is this one. Sales of Britain's most X-rated biscuits are said to be booming. Rude cookies of uh, Glasgow make treats in the shape of... Uh, I know this isn't the podcast only, but I still feel we need the bleep thing. Get me the bleep thing. Here we are. Um, they make biscuits in the shape of... Boop. And... And they produce cookies with rude slogans on them. I find cookies annoying anyway, just, you know, when you have to accept them all the time. But um, So they do one in the shape of a... Which, if it'd feel we weird dunking that, wouldn't it? I mean, it depends which end you put in. You put the, um... <laughs> you put the in first, and... I think teabagging's a different part of the making a cup of thing. The, the um... If you add the to it, it's going to look like you want more milk. And as for a cookie in the shape of a... It's more of a donut with a hole in the middle, isn't it? Anyway. So, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, John got in touch on this when it comes to rude biscuits. What you got for us, John? Hello, Steve. As far as biscuits go, I grew up with ginger nuts. Just like... <laughs> <laughs> well, you know where you go with that one. We know where you go with that. And how how dare you besmirch the good nature of my... It's only the beard that's ginger on me. Anyway, the point is, I think we're done for the day. Get subscribed to wherever you found this. Uh, go on, be a good every so often. And uh, until next time, have a good one. Goodbye.